0: all right everybody welcome to another edition of what's what br today we've got matthew laborde with us matthew how are you
1: doing great brandon thanks for having me
0: no not a problem um i would normally introduce uh where you're where you're at but um by the background we're gonna let everybody guess but no you are the principal owner founder broker agent of elephant real estate correct that is right (laughs) so tell me for what's the What's that elevator pitch for anybody who doesn't necessarily know what Elephant does other than just real estate? There's a little bit more to it, I think, right?
1: Well, pretty much. So we're a commercial real estate brokerage. So we help uh, people. We have buyers, tenants, sellers, landlords uh, buy and, and lease commercial property. Everything from you know multifamily apartment sales to retail Industrial land, office, space, self-storage, you name it. everything besides a single family residential home.
0: So, single family home, not touching. Everything else is fair game. Yes. So everything else. You got a, you got a big track of land, you got uh, the warehouse, you know,
1: anything. A
0: school and that probably puts you theater, whatever you got. Movie theater, there we go. That's I don't know that I want to buy a movie theater right now. I might be wrong. <laughs> exactly. So, so that's the point. You're on both sides of the table for everybody who doesn't necessarily know how this all works, but you guys can do represent buyer or seller. Um I was looking, you guys got, got a pretty substantial amount of property listed, you know, on the website I was looking at right yeah. before here. Um, how long have you when did you start it? When did you start it and why? So
1: I started it in November twenty sixteen. And I was uh, an agent at the time, right before, and uh, just felt like I'd hit a ceiling, and decided to go out on give it a try.
0: That's um, I remember I kind of self described myself as a serial entrepreneur to a fault, and uh, okay. I was told, you know, I can remember two things. It's uh, one, it's lonely at the top when you're in, when okay. you're on your own your own business, and then two. Entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff and putting the airplane together on the way down.
1: So <laughs> that's a great way to describe. It. That is so, a great way to describe. It. It's um,
0: kind of goes with my running. People ask, you know, this last we wouldn't say 2020, but now we're 2021. You know, what does it feel like? And the only analogy that I've been able to come up with to give everybody is it's like I'm juggling water. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day. So, um,
1: so
0: how is commercial real estate right now you know
1: what is yeah it's wild is i mean it's wild right now it all depends on what property type you're talking about right now industrial is very much in demand it's hot right now retail uh has some challenges depending on if you're a restaurant if you're a movie theater if you're uh you know a discount retailer uh, which is actually doing well right now um it really just depends on where you are in the spectrum of the great wild wide world of uh, commercial real estate.
0: Yes. I been, mean, like you said, almost kind of sounds like the wild, wild west right now. You know, it's... it's <laughs> a lot of people up.
1: moving in different directions. You know, some people, their business is better than ever, and some people, their business uh, has never been worse. And so it's trying to help those... Uh, one group expand, and you're trying to help the other group, um, stay in business, to extent okay. possible.
0: And so, as far as you guys go, listings and that stuff, are you pretty much taking? You guys are Louisiana, right, or Louisiana anywhere else?
1: We're licensed in Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, okay. So we do work um, in both states. It all just depends on on the size of the deal. So the bigger the deal, uh, ye, the farther we will go. So we've done business from Naples, Florida to Germantown, Tennessee, uh, and everywhere in between. But typically, our our main uh, market, uh, if you will, is South Louisiana and specifically Baton Rouge. Gotcha. So what is it, you know, for somebody
0: who's, you know, I feel like I'm asking, I know the answer, I think, or I know the answer. Yeah. But for somebody who just, is Do you consider it a waste of time if someone's considering, you know, possibly getting into commercial real estate, you know, they're not a hundred percent sure, but they just want to start kind of looking around and talking. Mm-hmm. Is that the person you want to talk to? Or do you want the guy who's like, no, we're doing this. I just got to find the right one.
1: You meaning, know, uh, Meaning prospective agents.
0: Yeah. For okay. like a prospective buyer. Like if oh, somebody's looking like around, thing. you know, like, if I'm looking to, like, maybe I want to get into, like, I've got a, yeah. I have some real estate, but it's residential. You yeah. know, and we do some real, and I've always said I probably should have gone the other way and just done warehouse space because that's <laughs> a whole lot easier to deal with. The, so,
1: the opposite end of the spectrum for sure.
0: Yeah. But is that yeah. somebody, do you want that guy to call you, you know, at the end of the day, or do you want him to be more kind of, he's ready, he's financing is ready,
1: and well, you just got to find people- him something? You know we have a lot of clients that are successful business owners and they have um, a lot of uh, uh, profit and gains from their primary business uh, which is sometimes not at all related to real estate but they want uh, to look at real estate for a uh, possible way to diversify their income you know leave something to their kids and so if they don't know of anything, you know, you know, if they don't know enough to consider commercial real estate, but they are interested in exploring. Uh, absolutely. Would love those people to call. me. Gotcha. So. I
0: guess I'm trying to think of what's the you know, how someone goes about, you know, getting into it to begin with, you know, is that something that. You guys are you've got to be the agent are you kind of the life coach a little bit at the same time if, you know yeah. hey this is a good property you know no or do you get these guys with buyer's remorse you know or like should i really do it you know do, how do yeah. we get into this oh, that's seems like you'd be important. a little bit
1: that's that that's where we you know provide the most value because we've seen the uh the heartaches and the, the sad stories about people buying property and it's just not working out so we can help them, uh, advise them on what to avoid and what to uh, what to to look for. Gotcha. Well,
0: when you put together uh, last I saw it's still coming out. It's the pulse, right?
1: The pulse. The, Love the, the pulse. pulse. Yeah. So
0: I think for a little bit you were doing some video with it. Uh, yes. Still that's doing right. the video. Very good. Still doing it.
1: The- Paying attention. I'm not doing the videos anymore. No, I am just uh, doing. We we just do the emails. Gotcha. So- it's been really successful. The, the, the major driver of traffic uh, to us is is the Pulse Newsletter.
0: And so where did that come, you know, about like what, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, we know we're sitting here talking about it. it's are you know, the, in the thick of it, but the pulse right. is the, the pulse of the market, right? It's what yeah. happened this week or this month, you know, in exactly. real estate. And if you want to be the guy who knows or wants to act like, you know, everything that's going on. If you get that newsletter, you can just kind of read through that and then go have a conversation with anybody and act like you know what you're talking about, right? Exactly.
1: You'll know what's selling, what's, uh, who's opening, what business who's trying to redevelop some land. You'll you'll be in the know. It it started with, that's a really good question. It started with me just being frustrated uh, from an advisor standpoint of people asking me, how's the market? How's it doing? And usually Me and every other agent in town uh, and really across the country answers uh, as far as uh, that question, how's the market? They answer according to how their business is doing personally, right? So if their business Mm -hmm. is slow, they say it's the market's slow. If their business is is, uh, on fire, they say the market's on fire. It's really relative to that person and really not a good indicator of how the market is. So- nobody could answer the question before the polls, uh, how many office buildings sold last year versus this year? You know, how many, uh, retail shopping centers sold last year or over the last five years on average compared to this year, like where is the market today based off off of a historical perspective? Right. And, uh, we're just, just, I was just very frustrated with that. And, um, So we got our research team, they started tracking the sales, they went back five years into the past and to the court records, got all those sales. And then uh, we started tracking it on a weekly basis for our own internal benefit. And we decided, uh, our marketing uh, director, Chase Weatherly, and I uh, came up with the idea, why don't we take this internal research and send it out to our whole entire database of 15,000 people and for free every week as a newsletter and uh, so that's what we do
0: no and i think that's as you are describing it and talking about it i say it all the time in business with all of my companies like i want the data i don't want the emotion you know give me the real data you know if you talk the example maybe for somebody it's like if you've got an employee who's late you know for work monday tuesday wednesday thursday guarantee if somebody asks you on Friday, they're like, yeah, they're late all the time. It's like, they could have been on time every day for the last five years, but you're emotionally, you know, you're just going, every time I see them, they're late, you know, walking yeah. in. It's like, well, that's not an accurate statement. Get the emotion out of it. So <laughs> so that's pulled. Damn. And that's, I watched, uh, I was watching another podcast with one of the guys from your team. And he was talking about how it's important that you talked about that y'all went back, you go back five years. Because mm-hmm. you can't just do a year over year, you know, in commercial real estate. It's five years is what you ultimately want to actually see that movement or the trend, I guess.
1: At least. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very helpful.
0: So people can jump on. And I told somebody the other day to jump on the list because I think even if you're not necessarily in real estate, but if you know that, hey, I'm trying to do business with XYZ company and you see that they just bought another building. Yeah. You know, that's funny. a reason to go, I tell all of our team on the advertising, you know, side, that's the advertising side of the house. I tell them to subscribe to it because Hey, if you, if a business is buying a new building or buying some land, they've got a reason to advertise, you know, and tell somebody,
1: you know, this point. point. Yeah. I constantly hear more, more and more uh, applications of it. It's, it's great. And, And one of the things, a lot of people don't you know, go to the bottom of the news newsletter to, to get this, but, the permit information. We have the weekly uh, building permits and occupancy permits. So, you know, who's expanding, who is uh, in adding an addition onto their business, you know, you know new businesses that are opening. Uh, it's some of the most, um, some of the best information and insight into who's doing what in the market is in that permit data.
0: And so, you guys pull this out every week and this is it the Greater Baton Rouge area the what's the East Baton, our Sphere? Parish. East Baton Rouge parish East Baton Rouge parish so. Yeah. so how many people are beating you up to get it in Ascension and you know they, <laughs> everywhere else start
1: researching that you you yeah. say you can expand the research and efforts into that
0: Yeah are you getting people knocking down your door saying hey we like this but we want it over here in Ascension yeah. or we want livingston data or
1: well, thankfully, thing. thankfully, uh, the price point is good. That people don't demand too much, you know. It's free, so <laughs> people are people. I mean, we send it to everybody. We send it to appraisers. We send it to competitors. We send it to competitors' clients. You know, we send it to everybody, and everybody gets it for free, and uh, uh, everybody's just happy, you know. So mm-hmm. nobody's really asked for that. But it, when you really look at commercial real estate. And where commercial real estate is, while we, while we do a ton of business in Ascension and Livingston and West Baton Rouge and Eberville and et cetera, et cetera, the majority, the vast majority of transactions take place in East Baton Rouge parish. So gotcha. it's it's a lot of uh, effort for very little additional insight.
0: Yeah, it's not going to move the needle, probably, right? Right. You've so got if you
1: if you expanded it from one parish to. Nine parish, the uh, the nine parish say uh You're talking about all. Every uh, jurisdiction has different uh, clerk or court systems. Some are easily accessible. Some are not. Some report it uh, in a timely manner. Some do not. And so, when you're trying to rectify all that stuff, it's just not working. At the end of the day,
0: it's funny. So I remember somebody told me they were doing a business deal, and I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was shady or what it was they were doing, but they were talking about how they were going to be filing their paperwork in a particular parish. And I was like, well, what are you doing? They were like, yeah, because their system's not even online. If anybody wants to actually pull the records, they got to go <laughs> there and pull it up. You know, I was like, well, what, what are you doing? That yeah. You want to go all the way out there.
1: Yeah. And, you uh, know, back in, back in the, the old days when I first started, that's how it was in East Baton Rouge. Like you had to go to the clerical court uh office and actually look things look things up but the the kids starting nowadays they don't they don't understand the struggle
0: that's yeah it's um isn't that down is that the basement in city hall is that where ultimately it all is they have it
1: they have it there and they had a a branch on corsi they used to uh yeah that i don't Mm -hmm. know still still in existence but
0: no no the one on course because i'd had an office there at one time they've i think uh investar's taken the whole building now right so um, i drive down it's Investar tower and my daughter and i have a joke that it's like how are you a tower at
1: three stories <laughs>
0: <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the investor building is what she always says it's <laughs> not a tower
1: <laughs> yeah i don't think investor building though looks as good. On the- it doesn't
0: sound as good when you yeah, say we have a t- our corporate office tower. So, <laughs> um, No, so what's anything new happening or is it the uh, same kind of run-of-the-mill commercial real estate anything new going on in the space you know is I hate to bring COVID up some I'm over it at this point but mm-hmm. anything new kind of happening as far as that goes?
1: Yeah, yeah with COVID I mean uh, it's really shaking up the retail world. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, and to a certain extent, office. Uh, you know, retail. You have um, uh, national retailers uh, filing bankruptcy. You know, every other week, which is an interesting dynamic. If you do a lot of landlord rep, shopping center leasing, like we do, um, but that's slowed down, thankfully, a, a, some lately, and uh, for for strong. Uh, well-located centers, the demand is, has been really strong throughout this, which has been a good sign. Uh, office space, you have, you know, like I'm sitting here in, a, in an office that, um, you know, might have been tight pre-COVID, but now we've got some extra room in, uh, because some employees aren't coming to the office anymore or as frequently, uh, which is good and bad in, in certain ways but I think a lot of national companies are looking at their office space and uh, deciding that they either need less space or they just don't need more space. Uh, they don't need to expand. Like they they may have uh, thought a, a year or two ago um, and they want more flexible terms. So they want shorter leases.
0: Mm. I'm hoping um, I've done a lot of work outside of Louisiana and what, we don't have here, and what I'm hoping that will pop up, I think we have, like, maybe there's two places in the commercial real estate world that does. I think there's a place, a little small place on Sherwood, and then a place over, I think, in United Plaza, but I am used to be a member of, like, the WeWork, you know, office, work, yeah. you know, park, you know, system. For anybody that doesn't yeah. know, that's the, you know, you just kind of, you rent an area, and if you have a membership, if you're in Atlanta, you can go to the WeWork in Atlanta. If you're in New York, you mm-hmm. can go there. I'm hoping that we'll get some more of that here because I think that um, I like that environment. It was a way to collaborate. It was able to get there. And I think you're seeing, I've talked to a number of different business owners that have said, you know, no, we're not going to shrink down, but what we are going to do is to make more common work area that we're kind of hot desking. People can kind of jump, you know, in and out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the the WeWork business model has really suffered during COVID because a lot of their, uh, a lot of their leases are month to month. Right. So, Mm -hmm. If you need only one office, but you're not going to the office anymore, well, uh, you can just cancel that lease. But the thought is maybe some of these people, uh, companies that are in bigger office spaces, decide post-COVID and as we get through COVID uh, to have more flexible space or downsizing. And so you really could see uh, an uptick in demand for that, that sort of space.
0: I didn't think about that with the WeWork, but you're right. It is a monthly, and they weren't in the best of shape to begin with. Right. You know, right. if anybody had kept up, they had, yeah. they had a and lot. WeWork, of- you got
1: Regis. You know, Regis has a uh, uh, a full floor in um, uh, One American Place and uh, a building on Sherwood. Um, and you got a lot of other smaller, you got a local version, uh, Baton Rouge Office space.com or org um a gentleman who's also uh, a past client works uh does, does that on a smaller scale and his business has been good so uh i hmm. think you're seeing mixed reviews and maybe a higher end uh the higher end space is struggling a little bit more
0: yeah so tell me a little bit about uh before we jump out of here a little bit about the team you've got over there um you got uh, you got a marketing guy, which is you know probably yeah, the marketing guy. <laughs> the marketing guy. I'm actually uh, I met with him the other day. Actually,
1: really, so, yeah, yeah he, we've, he's awesome. Chase is. Uh, we got Chase Weatherly, our marketing communications director. It's amazing. Uh, Melissa Hoover, She's our office manager. She really does a little bit of everything. Uh, she's been with the company since day one, and is uh, our right hand. Um, we've got George Boveland, who is our office specialist, uh, specializes in office sales and leasing. Will Chadwick, retail sales and leasing. Uh, Mark Segala, multifamily sales. Keegan Finley, he's a newer commercial agent. He's lighting the world on fire, doing great. Um, and uh, and then we have a, a, a couple of interns. Uh, we really have just a top-notch crew over here. Very blessed.
0: To have, yeah, I would say top notch. I'm uh kind of bummed out for anybody who doesn't, you know, to date us here. We're this is Mardi Gras, you know, we're uh yeah. um, you're all dressed up, and I watched uh I mentioned it, I think it was George that did the podcast uh that I was watching that he was on with another group. Um, things like the bear or something like that, I forget. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he did his show, but he was talking about you know just a suit and it's like i tell people i'm like if you catch me in a suit i'm probably coming out of the bank or headed to a funeral one of the two (laughs) it's unfortunately i'm just not the suit guy yeah but um, but, uh,
1: yeah
0: what's the story from somebody we just talked about has got the pulse and Mm -hmm. hopefully maybe you've got an answer because to me the rumor mill is spinning or it's been spinning what is amazon doing do you have any idea is there any real news you know there because i haven't looked at it but so they're, people keep they're
1: saying. yeah they've got the uh the old cortana mall under contract and they've been working oh, they on did. that for, for for several years yeah uh, so they have the old mall under contract and, and it's people think the mall and they think it's one owner but it's really more complicated than that you have building uh that seems to be one building but it's 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 split into different parcels. So you you actually have about five, six, seven different owners of Cortana Mall uh, that all own a different piece of it. And so they've had to to get all those owners on board, get it all under contract. And uh, the the Metro Council Planning Commission just approved a rezoning for the project uh, this month, uh, February. And uh, it's moving forward. It looks like they're in some of the final stages. I think they have uh, some tax, you know, tax incentive abatement or whatever, uh, special deal request that is pending, uh, but all looks good right now. They plan to build okay. uh, a two point, uh, 2.8 million square foot, five story distribution center. They're gonna tear the old mall down. It's a 100-acre it's a site, and uh, everything basically except for one tiny building in between in the middle of the Ring Road at Cortana is going to be demolished, and they're going to build this brand-new, beautiful Amazon building.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. I thought, see, I'd heard all the different, oh, they're going to do it. No, it's not going to happen. It's under-continent. It's, it's not going to happen. And on. So it's just been, and that's where I was wanting to get to the source, but it sounds like we are... We're there. We just got red tape to get through at this point.
1: You never know. It's never a done deal until it happens, right? So, um, you know, people still remember Bucky's. I still get comments about, well, what's going on with Bucky's? So, Bucky's (laughs) was coming to Baton Rouge. It was all over the news. uh, I think, you know, within five minutes of of somebody posting on social media, uh, I had at least 10 friends share it. And people are still upset that that didn't go through. So let's hold uh, out hope, um, uh, but not uh, write it off as a done deal that Amazon's gone. Hopefully. It, hopefully it hopefully
0: that'd be a big win for us here.
1: That'd be let's great. See. I mean, turn Cortana Mall, a failed. Yeah. Not a failed, but I mean, a very successful, but uh, a, a mall that had reached the end of its natural life, being yeah. uh, completely redeveloped into an employment hub. That'd be great.
0: Well, I think it'd be. And then so I've noticed some guys over at Amazon, I was talking with them. They were saying, you know, if we do put the, if the hub does make it, you know, yeah. here we'll get prime now, which is wow. one hour delivery.
1: What? And, <laughs> Are you as, serious?
0: And, well, no, it's two hours on some, item, it's two or one hour delivery where you can order that's anything nice. that's from the hub, you know, and you'd have, you know, one to two hour delivery you know, for that's your amazing. items. So that's all I'm really worried about. It, You know, oh, the jobs, sorry. the economic <laughs> impact, you know, no, I'm, you know, yeah. we're out of Staples at the office, Amazon, you know, and it's here in an hour. That's what I'm looking at. That for. is,
1: that's a dream come true. So,
0: well, it, we don't get the full benefits. See in New York, they can actually do alcohol. They'll deliver alcohol to ah. you, you know, so we're yeah. working our way there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, look, I appreciate you taking some time, you know, kind of feeling what's going on. Um, Well, one thing to plug, because somebody told me this the other day, they went and bought some property and maybe it'll give somebody an idea to give you a call. They were buying up some property around Cortana, some of the multifamily units, because the story is, you know, obviously there's gonna be a lot of people there, but Amazon's going to have a, you know, would have a big team to get it off the ground and some long-term rental you know, to actually some housing to where I think the guy that was telling me he was, he was buying, he had bought like a multifamily unit. He thought it was tanking, but obviously it's coming back. But the concept maybe is look at some of that property around there that maybe you wouldn't have looked at because maybe there's a good chance. If Amazon does go there, that's going to completely change that whole, you know, area of town, I think.
1: Yeah. And you're in luck because we have 23 acres immediately surrounding the ring road, all available for sale. So,
0: oh, well, there you go. Yeah,
1: that's
0: that's what somebody needs to go jump after, get a couple people together. together. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the that's where all those workers are going to go eat lunch. So yeah, somebody needs right. to grab it, hold it, you know, mm-hmm. and drop in a couple of
1: restaurants. So. Interest has skyrocket for sure since since the Amazon news.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, again, I always say people have more important things to do than talk to me. So I appreciate you taking the time.
1: This has um, been great. I appreciate it.
0: Hopefully uh, we'll have you back, get another report, maybe uh, see what goes on down the road. just so. love to. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye.